0: Wow!
1: Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on?
0: good morning christopher it is 20 to 7 on um sunday the 25th of uh, wherever and i am pete donaldson uh co-host uh sidekick to chris broad in the chris broad universe uh here uh, on the abroad japan podcast and i'm happy to announce that i uh, finally got behind the wheel of my large automobile the toyota century hey. is on the road well is it on the road it's not really on the road. I oh. uh, borrowed some trade plates from a um, car salesman and drove it to the uh, MOT centre to get MOT. But I finally got behind the wheel, Chris. Um, hey. Only had a start it once uh, on the way <laughs> because uh, it oh, died. God. But uh, it has some kind of battery drain on it. But I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of it somewhere. Uh, there's just a lot of tech in there that could be going wrong. But we'll figure it out and uh, we'll get on the road as soon as we can. But uh, it's going to be a long six weeks waiting for the registration plates I think um because I had a lot of fun driving this very squishy uh car down the road squish 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 very very <laughs> squishy and uh it was very, a lot of fun and uh like people waved at me one man took a pic- picture of it it was uh it, oh, it wow. I felt like a real boy <laughs> <laughs> at last it paid off the stress at the strain last.
1: the expense yep. of moving mm. or buying a car in Japan importing yep. it around mm. the world
0: having one man wave at you it was all worth it now it, all, all it took it's, <laughs> uh, just outside uh, just outside Paws Indoors, the uh, doggy daycare center uh, a man waved at me uh it's, it's a not not a nice part of the uh, of, of of the place where i'm in and uh, it could have just been a, a man who was on drugs <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello
0: <laughs> oh man how did it so you can drive it down the road kind of but not yeah you 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 are legally allowed to drive um a car to its to its mrt in whatever state right. it's in without registration oh. plates but i would not like to test that particular hypothesis <laughs> because um the police <laughs> would be attracted to it by the fact that it had no registration plates uh, so I, i'm not the sort of man to sort of be able to deal with um a policeman asking me even the most rudimentary of questions. And so therefore, uh, I borrowed some trade plates and and, and drove over. And uh, yeah, they, they were very matter of fact about it. Is this the car? I said, yes, here it is. He said, are all of the bits in the back? I said, yes, all of the bits are in the back. And now it's gone. It's It's gone. It's forgotten. It's done with. So uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of the story for now. For now. <laughs> so when do you get your beloved Toyota Century back? When does it come well, back? Well, it, it, they give me it back when they finish the MOT, which will be sometimes next, sometime next week. So hopefully it'll pass, and then all I've got to do is wait about six weeks while the um, the, the cogs grind. Do cogs grind, or is it gears? I guess gears grind. Gears. Uh, in in the in the um, uh, DVLA uh, licensing office, who sort of because you've got to fill out this form that mm. has so many questions. I mean, these, this form is insane. Registering a new vehicle.
2: Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman.
3: I'm Lee Alec-Murray.
2: And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of.
1: Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes
3: on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card
0: I don't think you have to fill in all of the boxes, but there are a lot of boxes that are just like, what is the CO2 emissions of this car if it was filled with helium? Uh, What is the CO2 emissions (laughs) if it was um, on uh, the moon? Uh, How heavy would this car be on Saturn, (laughs) etc.? All this stuff, and it's like... It's just a lot of questions that I can't answer. So um, I think I've filled in every box I can. Um, weight, dimensions—that's it. It's a two-ton car. Got to deal with it, um, and hopefully it'll get on the road. So uh, yeah, for now it's, uh, it's 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 almost it's almost there. We're almost there, Chris. I mean,
1: it's not too much. Like it's it's still the same sort of thing in Japan, right? When you get a car, you have to prove you have a car parking space. So I think Japan mm. is even just as complicated as it is in the UK in some respects, but. One reason you imagine that car... it's it's
0: way more well staffed though you know what I mean there's probably a few more people oh, yeah. working at that job because here it's just um yeah you has got to wait six weeks to get a car Jesus. on the road six weeks <laughs> my god
1: like one of the reasons I got a k car off off the record i guess is that mm. i didn't have a car parking space to put one in right yes okay uh, so i couldn't like if i if i'd got a normal car that day back in december when we bought the car the fateful mm. day uh, if I would got a white plate kind of <coughs> normal car, I wouldn't have been able to take it back home because right. without a car parking space, is like illegal, which is really weird. It's a really weird rule, but it makes sense. But um, yeah, that's the one good thing about getting a K car, I guess. And then you can just park it at Natsuki's house and leave it there <laughs> for
0: four months What's what's it is. Natsuki's... I, I mean we know so much about natsuki um well we know enough it we, we know everything we need up. to know about natsuki as his public as his public persona but what's what's um the natsuki um, palatial mansion like is it like is it got it it got a lot of square footage i guess it's out in the sticks so it probably would have it, it is a larger than normal <laughs> um, house is it
1: it's a yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a normal sized house i'd say like mm. out in the countryside you get a lot more bang for your buck and it's yeah. a good, decent-sized place. He's got a rooftop where he cycles his uh, his little
0: bicycle around for getting fit. And, what uh, he you know, what like, Natski? Yeah. Here we bike. go. There, there we go. We got to the. We've got to the strawberry <laughs> innards. The the beautiful fruity <laughs> strawberry innards. I've been eating a lot of chocolates uh, this week. Um, hang on. So he he's got a roof, and he cycles around it like the bloke from Saw. He's, What's going on? He's, like just... <laughs> he's not Jigsaw. No. He doesn't. He, it sounds he like Jigsaw. Has a,
1: it's an exercise bike, not a little tricycle. Oh, right. Well, you said around. Bike. You
0: said he cycles it around. <laughs> well, I meant
1: like metaphorically around. Right. I mean, you okay. know, he, he's in one stationary place as he sits <laughs> on his rooftop and cycles. <laughs> Very confusing. But, uh, but uh, it's a nice-sized place. It's, it's absolutely Good. filled to the brim with clutter. He's a real mm, hoarder when hoarder. it comes to things. Yeah. Nice, okay. Which, you know, my family it's just the same it's awful whereas I'm the <laughs> anti cuz I like was raised up in a ha- in a household of hoarders I mm. basically I'm the antithesis to that I want to bin everything and I bin things <laughs> that I probably shouldn't like g- camera equipment that's probably worth a lot of money so I, if if things are messy I'm like put it in the bin don't organize so it. just it, chuck it in it, the bin get rid of it Knee-jerk so reaction. back in the day
0: when when you'd go to the broad's house like your house would be like the the clutter free embassy there'd be nothing there be, and everybody else would just, the rest of the house would just be an absolute like dip <laughs> My would be, room like, would be clear. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just, Brilliant. the hoarding thing. Yeah. But Nasky's really bad. And uh, yeah, he should, he should In throw every sense a of the lot word. of things away. He says <laughs> throwing thing, things away. I don't know. Maybe it's when you get older, you kind of just think, Oh, I'll keep that. I'll keep this broken pencil. You never know what I might need. Mm. Well, you've no, got a history with it, haven't percentage? you? I
0: suppose as you get older, when you, you're, you're, a you're the things, you know. I'm, I'm looking at, well, not pencils, but it's a very bad <laughs> example, Chris Broad. But uh, you've been very naughty there. But, but like, that's the sort of thing I'll, hoarders get though, and keep. They keep pencils, mm, don't they? Broken. Well, things, they think like, it'll be useful in the future for their for all of their writing needs, and then they never write anything because they haven't got enough room.
1: Sounds like you're a hoarder in disguise.
0: Sounds oh like me, I'm a massive a hoarder. hoarder.
1: Absolutely I mean, look, <laughs> look
0: at this tap behind me. Look at this nonsense! But that's good God, stuff. I, I got I, it's a it's a got of. an action figure that with a man with a smooth head that just says no. That was from uh, uh, Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it what he is. <laughs>
1: but I guess you hoard things that are kind of good. But then maybe not. Judging by
0: that doll, mm. maybe, <laughs> <I'd>, I <laughs> don't think, know. maybe I I think I'll the target market for selling this sort of stuff on. I, I just have no access to it, so I'm just like, well, it's just that's just going to sit there. Um, it'll go to a charity shop when I die. And everyone would be like, oh, what is this? But throw it in the bin. Throw it in the bin. We're not going to get any money for this. <laughs> I, Yeah. I,
1: God forbid the person has to go through your stuff, Pete, and sort of work mm. out what is and is rubbish one day. My <laughs> Lord. We've got a story here from Dom who says, uh, Hello, Chris and Pete. Lovely. Uh, love my weekly fix from the Braun Japan podcast. Keep up the good work. While staying in beautiful Corbett in November last year, I saw an advert in my hotel for a local hot spring. Having just come from Beppu the previous week, I was delighted to find another onsen in Corbett and duly visited that afternoon. Armed with my newly acquired onsen etiquette and pigeon Japanese, I, I breezed through reception to the third floor hot spring where I quickly changed and searched for the onsen, naked with the obligatory towel in hand. A confident docker to the changing room assistant who pointed to the baths only increased my confidence that I was finally adjusting to the Japanese way of life. I then saw an inviting dark colored steaming onsen with a few locals enjoying the bath i walked into the bath <laughs> feeling like richard richard chamberlain in shogun but as i went to step down into the bath the floor seemed to give way underneath me as my arthritic natsuki style body natsuki style <laughs> body <laughs> fell forwards in what seemed like slow motion i realized too late that there was a short staircase Underneath the beautiful dark steamy waters, which I'd completely missed, having misplaced my footing, tumbling forward, I finally belly flopped into the water, splashing (laughs) the poor locals who were already there. What was a pool of water was now a pool of shame, and my red face couldn't be disguised despite the warm water and steam. Fortunately, only my fragile ego was bruised, and most of the men had smiles on their faces. One gently pointed to the danger sign written in kanji. Directly next to my <laughs> dive spot, which I'd missed. Oh my god! Uh, I, I wonder, have you guys ever made or experienced an onsen faux pas? I can still show my face in Japan though, and we'll be going to Tokyo and Kabaguchiko in a couple of weeks for more adventures. Best wishes, Dom. <laughs> that is pretty embarrassing. I I um I remember the first time I went in a hot spring. I think I sort of jumped into it, and somebody right. gave me a stern lecture on why not to do that.
0: And, Why not uh, to do that, yeah. Because you're kind it's of like supposed
1: was... to, you know, treat the water with, with ceremony and, you know, respectfully right. enter and not fucking dive bomb into it like Dom did. Or, or admittedly, wet and wild. <laughs> yeah, wet and wild experience. <laughs> God, just imagine all these like, stern-looking men just being splashed and recoiling just... in
0: horror. I just like that. I just like that. The air, um, the, the, the point to the sign is fantastically comedic. Like just like the, really compounding the embarrassment. <laughs> just like like the sign that says "Don't be a c-word." Don't be a c-word. And and just like the whole kind of yeah. thing of like going, "Oh good, the guy's in here." <laughs> just, it's splashing it around, water everywhere over everyone's glasses and in their hair. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic, I think there's, there's well done Dom I think definitely seems to be uh, Like a sense of dread When lots of foreigners
1: enter a hot spring mm, um, Mainly because yeah. everyone's just so loud Like I, mm. I climbed Mount Takao last year With a group of friends And um, they're all foreign folks We went to a hot mm. spring at the bottom of the mountain And everyone was talking quite loudly And uh, one guy got out And then a few minutes later Like uh, a member of the staff came in And she was like Chotto, shut the fuck up, kudasai and it was like, oh god, shit, awkward. But yeah, you you've got to be mindful of these things. But that's
0: so why I'm constantly it. embarrassed by my friends' behaviour in Japan. <laughs> so I'm just constantly <laughs> on absolute. It's it's no holiday at all with me. I'm just like, oh god, I'm being too noisy. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what the right level of noise is at a hot spring. But mm. yeah, there, there's no people just, do chat like, especially like especially like in the oh, evening. Yeah. People do treat it like a big. Um, Big social club, uh, chat, 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 chat. Yeah, exactly. I think talk and chat away, but just don't
1: be so loud that you maybe alienate a few of the people around you (laughs) in the hot spring. But I recently (laughs) filmed a video video up in Akita, and I went to a mixed hot spring uh, with Charlotte, and we both filmed it. It's coming out Mm. hopefully next week. And uh, it was really awkward. The hotel, we thought they'd given us a window in the morning that we could film... When there was no other guests in there because, you know, you don't want to film a hot spring when there's other people naked around or whatever. No. I I think it might be a crime. (laughs) Well, I yeah, it turns out they didn't really make a window. They were just like, oh, it's kind of quiet around 10 a.m. So just go in Right. So he went in and there was like two two or three guys sitting there alone, different points in the hot spring. And then one of the guys got really angry. He was like, what are you doing? What's going on? Get this manager now. We have to bring the manager out. And she apologised. And he gave her like a stern lecture on why. He he also was like, is this television? And we said, no, it's YouTube. And he got really angry. He was like, if it's TV, it's fine. If it's YouTube, no. Oh, And he really? like went off on a rant, this 50-year-old guy, about why YouTube's rubbish. And... Right. I I didn't want to be like our viewing figures can
0: rival that of television. I'll have you know, but I, <laughs> I you should have said that.
1: To, you know,
0: back, back your back your craft, sunshine. There's a lot of people who don't like uh, YouTube in Hot Springs, and you could have been the difference. You could have been the man who stood up for your for your <laughs> your tawdry little discipline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was annoying was he was supposed to get out the the the, the bath at like ten. And they just mm. sat in there to prove a point and just sort of, right, we okay. sort of stand in the snow cold waiting to film because of this guy. And <laughs> it, on the one hand, I was sympathetic towards him. Obviously, you know, it was his holiday, he was in this hot spring. But then he was kind of rude and he could have been a little bit nicer about yeah. it. But really, it was the hotel's fault for bungling it yeah. and yeah. not actually giving <laughs> us a window to shoot in. So, yeah, yeah, a little bit awkward. So, when you watch that oh, video, right. you can sense the tense atmosphere in the pool. There's a few people in the background. And it was a bit, mm. it was a bit awkward, which was a shame. But good news, good, a lovely story this week. I love a good news story where there's no death or murder or something going wrong. It's nice. Tell us what's going on, Pete. Tell us why cassette tapes are making a comeback. Yes,
0: bring back the nineties. Well, I mean, I mean, I can't, I can't tell you exactly why, but I can speculate uh, using some news report that I've just read. In an era where digital streaming services dominate the music industry, a surprising retro revival is taking place. The comeback of the cassette tape. Uh, once thought to be a relic of the past, the humble rectangle of magnetic film is experiencing a renaissance. A charming a new generation of music enthusiasts with its nostalgic appearance and distinctly warm and rich sound. Apparently, um, back in September, at Tower Records in Shibuya. If you've been to Shibuya, you will have seen Tower Records. It's a real throwback. Mm. It's a real kind of like, wow, they still have these here kind of situation. Um, And uh, yeah, it stocked about um, 3,000 cassette tapes uh, last year. They had to extend how big that section uh, was. And uh, side B creations in Shibuya, uh, manufactures and sells uh, cassette tapes and players. Uh, It's selling 10 times more cassette players now than it did around 2017. They don't say what that exact (coughs) number is. It could be three. It could be (laughs) four. Uh, But I I think it may be a little bit more than that. but obviously, recently vinyl has, has been going through a, a bit of a revival, but yeah, cassette tapes are getting up there as well. Uh, I think the charm of the collection, I, I, I did find um, collecting cassettes a little bit more satisfying um, than I never collected vinyl, but I'd certainly collected mm. cassette tapes back in the day. Um, they would just, I don't know, they would just add a bit more to them, I think, weirdly. I, I think, I know there's something beautiful about this kind of like really like weird kind of big circular bit of vinyl but i I did like a cassette tape even though they did frequently go very very wrong indeed and every time i've gone to tokyo um i will come back with a, a, a pretty decent um uh set of cassettes or uh, even a cassette recorder mm. as well i've got like a few little kind of like those ones that have televisions and Terra be no radios Uh, like uh, television, radio, and cassette uh, players as well. So, uh, yeah, apparently, according to uh, a 2022 uh, survey by the Recording Industry Association of Japan, an organisation representing the Japanese music recording industry, YouTube accounts for 60% of music listening. So... The 40% is up for grabs, cassettes. Go and get it. Cassettes are something you can own, (laughs) says uh, the head of that organisation, and feel attached to. For the younger generation, they are novel, and for those who used them before, they evoke nostalgia about their early days of listening to music. Now, Chris, I've got a few years on you. I certainly spent a lot of time listening to the cassette tape. Uh, In fact, my Toyota Century has uh, has its own... Uh, Toyota Century um, uh, Walkman in, in the back—that's one of its uh, USPs. But uh, yeah, did, were you a big cassette guy or were you CDs only?
1: I remember, yeah, my first player was a cassette player, and mm. then I got like a Goodman CD player. I was—I was very excited Ooh. by CDs. This idea you could skip the track because cassettes, yes. like, you can't do that in the same mm. way. For, you know, with vinyl, it's tricky. So I wasn't—I—I I, my first cassette, I think it was. Not a good one. I think it was Aqua. It's, it's not Dr. a good Jones, one. Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones calling Dr. Right. Jones. Oh, my God. Well, well, yeah, went, well Aqua, Chris, I'll, t-
0: I'll tell you for one, uh, <laughs> back in the day, the, the uh, you've also been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, uh, but the Ghost of Tsushima I used to play uh, when I was a kid uh, very much came on tape because I had an Amstrad CPC 6128, <laughs> uh, which had a disc option, uh, but they were very uh, expensive and rare. Uh, so the only way you could really um, copy games illegally was, uh, yeah, it was through the old, um, it was through the old tape player. So yeah, I played a lot of video games that would take a good five, ten minutes to load up um, via a Yeah, via no, a I, tape I had player. that as well.
1: I did have that as well. Like mm. <laughs> in the early nineties, that was really weird. Like the idea of playing a video game off a cassette, like that's mm. kind of weird. I, I yeah, I feel very lucky to have um, lived a little bit through the physical every world. generation the 90s. Well yeah, like mm. I, yeah, it's I feel like it's been kind of cool watching that transition and I I definitely miss physical things a little bit. Uh mm. I used to like I've been collecting vinyl, I talked about it a while back, but I have been collecting quite a few vinyl records and I have a, a an LP player that I, you know, put on music and I flip it and I enjoy getting to know all the songs that I normally skip over. Like mm. I think the the problem with the streaming era is <clears throat> you you kind of just you don't, it's I personally, I never discover new songs. It always just gives me kind of what I want, which is good. But mm, then yeah. it's nice to buy an LP and listen to all the Rolling Stones songs that
0: sort of fell down uh, through the cracks
1: over the years, and uh,
0: I you know, very all the much Peshmo end up in my uh... heard. I very much end up in Taking Back Sunday Boulevard, uh, which it just for some reasons my Spotify just defaults to playing It Back Sunday, who are very good, <laughs> awful live, but very good. Um, I think they came up with a new um back in the last year, but yeah, it, a really good band. But they, they, I don't know what Spotify thinks I am, but they never give me any new stuff. They just always give me, yeah. hey, do you like? yellow card do you want to hear (laughs) some brand new do you want to hear some like late 90s sort of to mid-noughties uh emo yeah you can have it (laughs) (laughs) i think that's one thing i love
1: about japan though it has a for me it feels like it has a much stronger connection to the 90s era that i nostalgically love and crave Mm. to be back inside at some point back to the 90s because like yeah you go to a second hand um shop and like you can get cassettes, LPs, DVDs. I mean, you go to a new shop like Styre and they still have bloody DVDs and cassettes and mm. Tower Records. And I think when you go back to the UK, it's quite tricky to find such a place outside of little kind of antique stores and things. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's one of the best things about Japan. It has that connection to the physical world still. Still use floppy disks, don't they? They only just got so rid of those do. again recently. Or tried. I don't know if they've failed yet again <laughs> to get rid of floppy disks in 2024. <laughs> but um yeah tower records is really cool though uh i yeah. got some lps there recently and uh uh i saw Tatsuro Yamashita, i saw one of his cassettes one of his uh, his most popular album for you was on cassette and i was tempted to get it it looked kind of this i love like the the cuteness of cassettes like the size and scale they're so cute and portable and cool you,
0: i mean they do kind of like get lost inside, you know. The tip occasionally will get lost inside mm, a um, can happen. Uh, like the machine and stuff, and that's very annoying. But they are quite durable. Um, dropping mm. them and stuff, they don't they don't generally get damaged all that much. So yeah, good stuff. I I very much enjoy a guy called. Um, uh Tecmon, um, who uh, does Tecmon. videos online about old tape players and stuff. Um well well worth a watch on YouTube. he's a, he's a man who I think lives in sort of Birmingham, sort of Dudley Way. And he oh. just um yeah, he just does his does, he just does his thing. Just just getting old tape players and restoring them and uh, fixing them and stuff. He's great. That's such a niche. That's such a niche.
1: <laughs> well I like that. I like that. Yeah. But um yeah, I'll have to go and rummage around Tower Records after Ooh. the show and see what cassettes I can pull out. <laughs> I can find. Their new stock
0: maybe we pile. should put maybe we should put this podcast on a tip and send it out to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most Pete Donaldson thing ever. <laughs> Buy the podcast
1: what? available now on cassette. <laughs> I made my own record one. Could you even fit uh, one. Uh, could we fit a bloody episode onto a cassette though? Because it's like thirty? Yeah, because you get like
0: you an like? album. An album was like two sides, wasn't it? So like half an hour. Yeah, you could on, on one side you could get a, a podcast. I reckon. You could have a like, printed cool stuff. Like it would be cool. F- it would be cracking. It would be hard to choose
1: the episode. We'd have to have a very special episode to justify that. that. 10 things <laughs> I hate around Japan, side A. 10 things <laughs> I love about Japan, side B. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out. But uh, we'll be back in just a moment, guys. We'll stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine.
2: I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah president. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I remember, what was that?
1: (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back.
2: You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.
3: Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? I might have a little chat with my mate Chris or go for a walk with my dog Sammy. Or if I was in Japan, I might take a dip in a hot spring, hike up Kamakochi, or attempt to eat the deadliest pufferfish in the world. You know, normal stuff. But it's hard to know what to do with your time and how to spend it wisely. Therapy can help you find what matters to you. So you can prioritise your time and fill it with things you actually enjoy. Untangle any unneeded worries and start to value your time for you. With BetterHelp, they guide you each step of the way to start to spend your time on your own terms. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's slash japan Wow.
1: And we're back in the Fax Machine. What have we got this week from our listeners?
0: Mr. Dawson. We got it We got a message from uh, Caroline from uh, Guelph, I think you say that. Just outside of <laughs> Toronto in Canada. Guelph. Um, hello Chris and Pete. It's been such a joy listening to your podcast over the last year. Oh stop, as I've been gearing up for my second visit to Japan and trip planning in great detail. My first trip to Japan was in uh, 2017 and I'm hoping to take my husband there for his first time in the next year or so. My question is around the uh, use of dairy products in Japan because my husband is lactose intolerant. I know that Hokkaido is the area that produces and uses a lot of dairy uh, but is dairy such as butter milk or cream used widely elsewhere as well is there butter in the cooked rice do they fry things in butter uh, i'd like to learn how to ask staff members and japanese if a dish has dairy in it so we can steer clear where possible thanks so much for your great content keep up the great work uh, uh caroline from guelph just outside of toronto in canada um wow yeah is um I mean, they wouldn't put the butter in the rice, would they? I mean, it's probably the one place in the world you could probably get away with managing to avoid the whole the whole butter situation.
1: The butter situation. The I butter like situation. I I used to have a lot of butter in my rice. That just reminded me. I used to, oh. like, stick in dollops of... Not not in Japan, like, before I came here. Whiskey in your coffee, in a
0: butter in your rice. It was good. It's, it, it worked. Yeah.
1: It's really good. They don't do it here,
0: though, probably
1: for the best. And, um, hmm. fortunately most people in Japan I think are lactose intolerant uh, as well which is why cheese boards are unfathomably small and embarrassing so yeah Perfect. your husband's in good hands here to be honest I don't mm. think uh, <laughs> I don't think you're uh, going to have any trouble here um, Chris, Chris used to bring in his own butter to whip out my butter oh yeah. I want some butter now I need some lunch. we got one here get that man some butter we've got uh, hello Meshu Chris and Red Eye Pete my friend and I are planning our first ever trip to Japan for January 2025 and we've been revisiting your videos from the very beginning to plan out our two week itinerary we were keen to visit one of the three islands and wanted to know if either of you had a personal preference on which animal island to visit and be smothered by (laughs) should we choose cats foxes rabbits are there any more options now cheers for all your work and weekly podcasts all the best guys Yash from South Australia. Foxes, rabbits, cats. The best mm. island is Rabbit Island because it's near Hiroshima, and Cat Island mm. is so remote and it's just a bit depressing. I think <laughs> Rabbit Island, it's got some his some history to be had. Uh, personally, I don't know which of the animal islands are you a fan of, Mr. Dawson. You've been to them all. Yeah, well, I'm I very
0: much a I'm, I'm very much a Rabbit Island. I've not um dirtied. I've not kicked a ball on uh, Cat Island, but uh, Rabbit Island was a lot of fun. Um, and certainly, um, they, they know that you've got shit in your pockets. They know that you've got food for them. Because they're like, well, you, why would you even be here? <laughs> why would you even be here if you weren't, <laughs> if you didn't have food in your pocket? So they very much know that you're... Why uh, would you be here? Well, uh, the, that you're carrying. No, they're why all would over you be here.
1: there? You'd be there to look at the Chemical you're Weapons right. Factory, of course. Exactly. Rabbit Island. So look around. I, 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 honestly, I don't think I'd recommend any of the Animal Islands. I'd recommend mm. going somewhere like, good, <laughs> like, uh, uh, Naoshima. Naoshima is a good island. Art Island. I think in the Inland Sea, lots of artwork,
0: quite good. Mm.
1: No rabbits to be found either, and no blood no. cats.
0: I think with um, with Rabbit Island, certainly, you are always sort of there's this nagging sensation in the back of your head, and you you do sort of go. There could be more rabbits. <laughs> there could always be more rabbits. <laughs> there could be, just, I mean, quite there lot. are a lot of rabbits for one island, but there could always be more, more rabbits, to be quite
1: frank. <laughs> Getting greedy now. Greedy yeah. for rabbits. Dude. I mean, Cat Island, though, it's just depressing, Like, because uh, all the cats look like they've been in a war. Like, you arrive mm. on the island, they sort of limp, and they're stumbling around. There's just too many. <gasps> There's like 200 cats it's... on this island, and not enough food to sustain them all. And I, yeah, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I haven't been to, it's called Tashirojima, and uh, I haven't been there in a while, actually. It's not that far mm. from where Connor and I camped on that island with Natsuki. So should have gone to Cat Island instead, eating some cats. That would have <laughs> a sinister edge to the video. Mm. Uh, we've got one last uh, question from Corey. It says, Ellie Chris I have the most serious question ever asked on this pos- on this podcast. Uh <laughs> If all prefectural mascots were to become real, he would win in a battle royale to the death. Pokemon are disqualified. Corey from New York. That requires me to now remember the mascots of Japan. There's Kimamon the bear. I mean, it's obviously, it's Melon Bear. It's Melon Pan. The, the, the bear with a fucking melon for a face. He's yeah. just really violent. Not like Kimamon, he's <laughs> it- cuddly and fun.
0: Who's the, who's the one... Is that the one that's the, like a bear but with, like, got no face or something? Isn't the one that's like... He's got, got a face. He's got a face. It's, it's a melon. It's a melon. It's <laughs> a melon. <laughs> All bear. right, then. Fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's really aggressive looking with these big gnarly teeth. There's also a uh, like, clock tower. I just think Kumamon is man. like a uh, clock tower man. Oh, yes, yes, I remember him, yeah.
1: Scary clock tower. <laughs> yeah, Kumamon's well,
0: nice. I think Mondo Mascots on Twitter is a really good follow, to be quite frank. Mm. I would... um. I would say that, like, with um, with Kumamon, because he's so absolutely minted. He brought so much money to the area. I think you've got to respect. He's like the Tony Stark of mascots. He's got <laughs> like so much, so much money. He could do on all of them he, if he wanted to.
1: He, yeah, I mean, he, he brought in like a hundred million dollars to the mm. economy. I think it was even more than that, wasn't it? it was like a billion dollars? last like time that, I yeah. Checked, to Crazy. the region, <laughs> because all like anyone can use Kumamon, right, for anything. In Kumamoto I believe Or maybe even outside (laughs) Kumamoto You can use the mascot freely So, And he's brought in untold wealth I'm not sure how much money Melon Bear has brought in To Yubari with their big melons I'm not sure Mm. I suspect not that much (laughs) because <laughs> he's look. very frightening <laughs> I'll bet he would win keep the stories questions comments coming yeah. in guys to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com or right away here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days we'll see you right back here do it over again cassette in hand on the Abroad Japan Podcast bye for now sorry
0: in japan is a stack production and part of the acast creator network